Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everyone. Chuck Bonniewell, Julie Hayden, The Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show. Straight up. That's right. The show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine. A whole bunch of stuff. Big news all day long. All kinds of stuff to talk yeah. about. I want to encourage folks, no guests today. So if you want to go ahead and feel free to put stuff in the chat. If you want to comment and you're on Zoom, go ahead and just raise your hand or unmute yourself and just talk. Um, if you want to call in, 888-627-6008. 888-627-6008. First breaking news. Don't say it's true. Do not say it's true. You, yes, Chuck is depressed. Looks like, according to the Associated Press, any moment now, Chris Christie is going to make the announcement he's dropping out of the presidency, the presidential race. He said he'd never do it. He you said might he'd say never do he was running? No. He, oh, well, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. well, he'll divvy up his two or three percent among the remaining candidates. I'm not sure. Could that all be because they're fighting in New Hampshire about holding a primary? Is that what that's about? No, it's about the fact that there is no real Democratic primary, so all the Democrats will vote in the primary. That's what I'm saying. The Republican right. primary, and then and then if Nikki Haley can get as many as possible, she could have win New Hampshire. So this is an attempt, essentially, to rig it for Nikki Haley, yes, yes, is what yes, this yes. is. This is Sununu trying to rig it for, for Nikki Haley. Not that anyone would try to rig an election. No. no because we all have the gold standard of elections that's across right. the country. Um, but want to talk about this, too. Uh, so much to talk about. Um, this Today was the first day of the 2024 Colorado legislature. Thank God today. they're getting together <laughs> yeah. to help solve our problems throughout the state. We could use it. Right, because, I mean, I mean, now that we immigration, can't... all the money we need, uh, plastic bags. There might be some people uh, out there still using plastic bags. There might be people out there still using lawnmowers. Can't have any of that. Well, did you hear the setback about that? The the uh, Fifth Circuit struck down the uh, Biden administration attempting to uh, um, have dishwashers that had low water rates. Not going to stop the lawmakers here in Colorado from saying no, you can't sir. have a, a, a gas-powered lawnmower. So many things for them to do. But it is kind of interesting. On the first day of what is an official proceeding, once again, it was disrupted by pro-Palestinian... Trump, Trump people. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly, by Trump people. The yeah. FBI immediately arrested them all and is now launching criminal investigations. No. Yeah. What happened is a bunch of pro-Palestinian protesters broke into the hearing room, started protesting, shut down the official proceeding. And we'll play a videotape to see the state patrol guy kind of trying to hurt him out. But that's what, so this is what happened in the first day of the legislature. Thomas, if we could please play the protesters uh, clip. Yeah. <laughs> 
So this goes on for, for several minutes. So you may say to yourself, well, heck, isn't that an insurrection? Aren't these people trying to interrupt and disrupt their first amendment a, 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 you know, an official proceeding and shouldn't the FBI be all over it? No. What happened is they told them, eventually they kind of pushed them out and, and then they all went on as if nothing could happen. Now, do you see people, Republican lawmakers, we need to have like Ken DeGraff say he was cowering in fear yes, underneath yes, his desk, yes, right? Yes. We need to have, you know, I don't know, Mike Lynch saying he had to be escorted out because he was in fear for his life while his son documented the whole thing, right? Hey, bring in bring in uh, Mike Pence. He can describe the horror of these things are exactly exactly and then then we could have jared polis say he called in the national guard the state you know the state guard right to try to clear the whole thing out i mean it's just ridiculous right the the double standard and we could talk about that all day but just thought we'd let you know the double standard alive and well on the first day of the legislative session here in colorado um one thing that did not happen at least as far as I could tell, is earlier we've been talking about um, Heidi Ganahl setting up the shadow fake grassroots. Yeah, yeah, that's, but this is the big launch day was today. And right. I, didn't, I didn't get an invitation, did you? No, I did not. So she was supposed to launch her website, Rocky Mountain Voice. She'd been trying to raise $1.2 million, claimed to have raised $600,000 yeah, yeah. already to launch this sort of shadow party to try to turn the state red um, and to get all of us grassroots. Well, pink. Pink. Well, yeah, grassroots purple, rowing in the right direction. And thank God she was going to be around to tell us what the right direction is. But I did not see anything on it. No announcement of the launch, the news, it was going to be Rocky Mountain Voice. Yeah. Yeah. Don't see anything about that. So I don't, Red Horse. Or... Yeah, Red Horse, nothing. Zippo. So I don't know what she's doing with the $600,000. I don't know if there ever was $600,000. She's filming with Fannie Willis and Mr. Wade <laughs> yeah, on vacation. So. Exactly. Um, so anyway, just like we'll keep you know, keep you guys up on that, though, because I do think it is important to uh, to to talk about that. Because go oh, from Leo, will Polis give us all goats to keep in our yards rather than gas lawnmowers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fortunately, we have eight bazillion illegal immigrants, right? And so I, I guess they lawn services ought to be getting cheap. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that in a second too. Wait, do you hear how much Denver is going to be spending per That's a fraction of what it's going to be? Oh, it, it's insane. But also wanted to talk about. So let's see. It was three days ago that Dave Williams, the Colorado GOP chair, announced he was going to be running um, for the nomination in CD5 after mm-hmm. Doug Lamborn said he wasn't. A few days before that, Ron Hanks announced he was going to be running in CD4, no, CD3, and then Lauren Boebert in CD4, right? It, Krista Kafer has a new editorial up in the Denver Post Yay, saying, saying think, you know, saying this is dooming all of the Colorado Republicans. Oh, no. And they're in such good shape anyway, <laughs> too, thanks to the rhinos. <laughs> thanks to the rhinos. Thanks to Krista. And she's such a great Republican trying to keep Trump off the ballot. Exactly, exactly. So the headlines in the Anschutz own media in the Denver Post, which is a liberal media organization, have left wing, have all been screaming since Dave Williams was elected how ineffective, no power, no money, no anything. Worthless Republican Party. Worthless Republican Party. Now all of a sudden he announces for CD5, and all of the headlines are screaming, dictator, he's going to be a dictator. The all powerful, the sudden all powerful now that, Dave that if he is chairman of the party it will paralyze the fifth congressional district and no one will run against them because <laughs> they could have some strong candidates like old bob gardner and, and some Mike others paul lundine people like paul that. lundine senator lundine to you julie i'm sorry they have just been trashing 
the Colorado Republican Party, well, they trash it no matter what, right? If we don't do anything, they trash it. Then they run. We have strong candidates. Now they trash it. This is the rind or the establishment wing of the Republican Party are freaking out. And um, I, I mean, every edit, every, t- every time you turn around, the Denver Gazette had an editorial today calling it unethical, quoting Christa, Christy Burton Brown, who you know, is is a financial malfeasance. Yeah, miss financial malfeasance, calling Dave Williams unethical, right? Um, you've got Krista Kafer, who you know, who was trying to keep Trump off the ballot, talking about the Colorado Republican we must Party. Save our democracy. Right, hurting the hurting the 2024 race. Yeah, like, hurting the race, man. You know, <laughs> having not Trump on the ballot, good. Having Dave <laughs> Williams on the ballot, bad. But like somehow, like keeping a candidate, the leading candidate, off the ballot is somehow good for the 2024 race, right? But do you think in the history of Colorado, ever since 1875, there's ever been an announcement that you're running in a primary that's gotten (laughs) such (laughs) amount of publicity? I don't think ever... Well, a negative publicity. Well, any kind of publicity. I I mean, you know, most congressional districts, Doug Lamborn, when he announced he was running, nobody cared. When they announced he was resigning, nobody cared. Um, but, and what they care about, and there's another one, a new newsletter that I'm getting. It's called The Lobby. And at first it was like, I wonder where this is coming from. Well, I think it's coming from Roger Hudson, who was censured by the Colorado right. Republican Party for supporting what you, the Montana legislator who was Wyoming. Wyoming, oh, maybe Montana, Montana right. regarding the whole trans issue, right? He was taking the Democrat side. He's taking and, the tranny issue. Right. Yeah. And wanting, tranny. wanting Colorado legislature to, to stand up against um, the Republicans there. But at any rate, so the lobby, and if you get their newsletter, I was wondering, well, I wonder what their bent is, so to speak, right? Yeah. And it's clear they do a story about the CD5, and they kind of talk about everybody else, Wayne Williams, Eli Bremer, Paul Lindeen, all these people are doing it. And at the very end, they mention at the time, the only person who had actually announced, which was Dave Williams, and then they trash him. Right. They trash him saying he's going to be a dictator and taking over the party. So that's what there's com- that's coming from. It's just... On one hand, it's ridiculous, but on the other hand, don't you think it shows how scared the establishment is of the grassroots right now? I mean, they're not saying unity. No one's saying that's unify behind Dave Williams, right? <laughs> Who knows what the establishment is up to these days? I and mean, they're so fluxed and befloddled and everything else. Well, it goes to my thing. They would rather lose, right? Rather than oh, have some strong candidates absolutely. in, they would rather rather lose than that go of their little bit, their teeny tiny bit of power. What they're trying to do too, I think, is try to force Dave to drop one or the other, and then they can force an election and have the rhinos try to take over again, right? And so we need, so we need more rhinos. Yeah. Hey Charlene. Charlene, I see oh. you raising your hand. Yes, can you hear me? We can. We can. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering if they're so afraid of Trump that they know if Dave Williams runs that he can probably get Trump here. And and then the world will see in Colorado how many people still love Trump. Like yeah. There'll be like thousands at his rally, but they've been telling us nobody likes Trump anymore. So, Well, that's what Dick Wilder said. The, you know, the problem last election was not the sterling candidates we had like Joe O'Day and Pam Anderson. It was Trump. See, all these people said, I love Joe O'Day, and he hates Trump, <laughs> but I hate Trump even more, and therefore I'll vote against Joe O'Day. because he Right, so that's going to dispel that whole myth that nobody likes Trump, and maybe that's what they're really afraid of, is that Trump is going to have a presence now in Colorado campaigning for these candidates, and they 
they don't want the cat out of the bag that Trump is still very popular in Colorado. And I, I, I'm just wondering why, why does the, um, Anschutz and the uh, Koch brothers, why do they dislike Trump so much? Is it because he, it, it's their open borders and cheap labor and globalist yes. and Trump yes. is not? You got is it. I the, think so. You got it. I think so. Okay. There's, there's the, they don't like him too. They, it's kind of like, you know, did you ever see Caddyshack? Um, yes. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, the one guy played by a comedian is loud and honking his horn. You know, mm-hmm. and it was everything else. I forget who the comedian who played him, but the loud kid guy at the country club. Oh no, he's coming. That's what Trump is. You know, he's got a lot of gold and and he's very mm-hmm. loud and everything else. So they go, oh my God, he's just so. But 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 no, they liked all that when he wasn't a politician, though. See, they liked that kind well, of. Well, they liked the know. money, right? Well, you yeah. know, well, and they they didn't mind his personality when when it's just when he got power to affect their bottom line you know, in terms of treaties and, uh, you know, America first and all that. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, you know, I, I just don't want to think that they're globalists, but I'm just more and more convinced. And, you don't think you know, they're globalists? You oh, don't no, think Phil Anschutz a globalist? You well, don't think the remaining Koch brothers are globalists? Well, well, I know they are. I know the remaining Koch brother is. But, you know, here's the deal. There's an organization well, called... Like El- wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, there's an organization called Leadership Program of the Rockies, which I went to, and you know right. uh, it, they they steep you in liberty and you know all that free trade and stuff like that. And but there was always that underlying presence of the Koch brother. You would hear someone say, "Well, we met with the Koch brothers," and they're they're you know they're they're. What, Charlene? You there? Uh-oh, they censored you. Uh-oh, Charlene, the Koch brother got her. The Koch censored you. Um, well, here's, and partially, so there was an interesting, and we've been talking about this, column up in the Hill today, where what it talked about, which is absolutely true, is the flip-flopping of the parties. It used to be the Republicans were the party of the elites and the right. Democrats were the party of the people, right? That's totally flip-flopped. Well, and you I, know, I, that's not the first time. The Republicans used to get all the black votes, and then all of a sudden yeah. it totally flipped. Right. And that's what's happening here. under the, And it's been going on for a while, but the Democrats have suddenly, not suddenly, have slowly become the party of the elites. And and the educated and the billionaires. Exactly. And all of show that. business. Exactly. Because all of those people want money and the Democrats are willing to hand or want power. And the Democrats are like, if you pay us, we'll hand the power over to all of you guys. Um, the Republicans have been becoming the populist party, the party of the people. And under Donald Trump, he just solidified it, well, right? Just solidified. He made the jump the rails. I mean, he made yeah. his- you know, Tea Party had gotten it part of the way, but once Trump came in, it totally. Exactly. And I think so that's what's happened. And that's why people like Phil Anschutz and the Koch brothers and, you know, all of those, the Americans for Prosperity, Advanced Colorado, all of those so-called conservatives. Caucus room. Right. All of them. They might be conservatives, but they are definitely not populist. So I would call that grassroots, right? And that's most of all why they not, Yeah, and they're not really conservative. They consider well, conservative, you know, 
let China win everything and not interfere. Don't interfere with the Chinese taking over America. Leo, this is bad, but I'm going to say it because it's a podcast. Oh, no. The Koch brothers are like Lance Armstrong's nuts. There is only one left and no one cares. And then Jacob (laughs) says, with apologies to Lance Armstrong, Jacob says, as far as globalism, Trump did something to China that even now China's economy is down 50% since Trump left office. I think China got Biden elected thinking Biden will get China's economy going, but that did not work. Um, This is right. The LinkedIn guy is also pouring money into Nikki Haley's campaign. That's right. And so all of these people, and that's why they hate us. And the main reason I think they're so afraid of us is they understand there are more of us than there are of them. But they've got more balance. Yeah, yes, but they've, they're they printing the ballots. Well, the Democrats do. And that's the thing. They don't care. They would be fine if Joe Biden got elected again, right? Um, Phil Anschutz. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I mean, if they can't have Nikki Haley, then he'll take Joe Biden, anybody but Trump. Um, and so it's just funny. And so that trickles down, like Charlene mentioned, here in Colorado, the same establishment organizations um, all hate Donald Trump and anybody who has anything to do with Donald Trump. And they do. They trout out their tired and, you know, analysts from, you know, the dark ages who keep trying to pretend that nobody likes Trump in Colorado. And what was the vote even in 2020? Right. To say nobody likes Trump. It's just he did not win. Well, he but, in 2016, he lost 20, by five points. And in 20, uh, 2020, he didn't contest it. He didn't right. campaign here. He had Jefferson. Oh, that, OK, thing and so but I mean, even the polls still say that Trump Trump is more popular in Colorado than well, the average other. poll, it's the only one statewide is taken that shows Biden's ahead four percent. Well, that doesn't come from Democrats voting for Trump. I mean, <laughs> Democrats still like Biden. So it's an enormous percentage of Republicans as well as independents. Right. So so they're all afraid of that. And they and I, as I keep saying on the show, we have to stay together. We have to stay strong because they're not just going to. Yeah. Yeah. Unity. They're, they're not just going to say this establishment wing is not just going to say, oh, well, I guess we'll let Dave Williams and Lauren Boebert and Ron Hanks become congressional leaders. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh, oh. They will not do that. If I were those guys, I wouldn't be careful when pianos falling from buildings, things like yeah. that. So we'll keep you posted on that. But it's just Lauren Bobert's husband coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just been ridiculous listening to them scream. And again, it's just so funny because on the one hand, they've been taught all they've done is spent months talking about how worthless Dave William is and he can't raise any money, he can't do any of this, none of which is true. They're powerless. Now it's the all powerful chair. Um um, oh, then, and um, Jacob, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. It's been a busy morning. Julie, I sent you to the link to Bill O'Reilly's interview um, with that guy that the ballots were picked up from the various voting centers and delivered to nursing homes to be voted on and taken back to the polling centers. The illegality of this was that the ballots were not originally mailed to the voters. Exactly. And the Gateway Pundit has some stuff on, too, with a whistleblower mm-hmm. talking about collecting ballots. So all of that is going on. Um, One of the other things I wanted to talk about too, this was kind of fun. um, And it is also a reason the the Hunter Biden stuff today, right? That keeps on giving. Yes. So Hunter, the the house is, uh, you know, they subpoenaed Hunter Biden to appear before them to answer questions, right? He showed up, held the news conference, but refused to go in. So they're holding a hearing today to decide whether to pass a resolution to send it to the whole floor for a contempt resolution, resolution, right? So who shows up at the contempt resolution? Hunter Biden. Well, there's two lawyers. I mean, two lawyers. 
sugars and his sugar daddy pimp, right? It's kind yeah. of like, okay, and he sits there. Now, it could be in part for the documentary. He's doing a documentary about what a great guy he is. Yeah, um, well, that's going to be big. But, but the... Um, for the most part, just the contempt that he does have for Congress, right? And I hope those Republican Congress people, maybe he knows they're not going to do anything to me. You know, well, the Justice Department isn't. Right, right. It's like so, um, but but some of the Nancy Mace, Republican from South Carolina, let him have it. And this is great. If we could please play the Nancy Mace video. Question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, Second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and... Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman... If the general lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. What are you afraid of? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? You keep interrupting me. I'll interrupt the chairman. I don't know that he's a lady. I think that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law on, come on. and the premise come that on. the law applies equally to everyone no matter what your last point of order mr chairman so, so that's like so i mean it's just insane that hunter biden um um oh okay charlene lost the audio okay charlene raise your hand and come back on if you want to um but it it, it is astonishing that you shut up i mean what do you make of it well you know i think he's he he wants to get back in i mean he wants to be he wants to be uh, the center of attention. I mean, you know, he's gotten off the coke, maybe, yeah. and the crack and everything else. And, and, and the trouble is no one to, to control him. Normally, you'd have a president in the White House and he'd say to somebody or he'd call his son, I'm to cut it out. Yeah. You know, quit making news and making you look bad. You know, they're going to cover this instead of Trump. Just stay home, find a hoe. And and leave everybody alone. Right. Uh, but no, he just he's just marching in and and uh, sashaying around. It's great stuff. Well, then outside and held another news conference. His lawyers did right. Yeah, yeah they so, read a, step, a, a statement. statement. Abby Lowell did. And then Jacob says, "Why didn't the House Sergeant of Arms arrest Biden right there?" Well, yeah, you know, again, to me, it says two things. One, like you said, Hunter Biden is out of control. Right. I, I got to imagine. I mean. That 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 if you're Joe Biden, this is not helpful to your reelection campaign because every time it comes up again, they're going to hold him in contempt of court. Well, why do they want to hold him in contempt of court? Because they want to question him about the the Biden crime family, right? And so that kind of gets all brought up again. I'm pretty sure that if somebody had called, if his people had called the White House and said, "Hey, we're thinking of showing up at the contempt of court hearing," somebody might have said, "No, please, please, well, Hunter, talk to to the Department of Defense." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to yeah, White yeah. House. Oh, wait, he's we can't talk to him. Oh, no. Well, I haven't even talked about that. But I think the other thing it does show, though, is that he is in contempt of Congress and probably with good reason. Because like you said, Jacob, why didn't the sergeant of arms? That's the way they handle Repub- Republicans, right? Arrest him first and then figure out whether you should have done it or not later. Right. Why not just do that? Make him file a lawsuit to say you can't arrest me. Right. They took all these January 6th people who weren't even now they're talking about arresting anyone who was 
anywhere there, 10 right? Miles. But, then, but then, yeah, within 40 miles of the Capitol. I mean, they have no problem, but he knows the Republicans won't do anything, right? Um, because they're too busy folding to uh, do budget bills, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't want, but that's a whole other subject. No, no, don't bring that up. But I think that's just an interesting thing. Um, and then Charlene says, Jacob, because Congress is controlled by the cabal, not the people. Exactly. And then Jacob says, the sergeant of arms was busy with the donut, mm-hmm. Leo glazed or old fashioned. Well, yeah, you look at the Capitol Police, it's like they, you know, worry about insurrections. Not really. So that was another interesting thing. That was a good one. Another interesting thing going on here and nationally. Um, and um, so Denver, Sanctuary City, um, is having issues with all of the illegal- They are not. We're organized. We're getting ready. We just want to have it orderly. If if the people <laughs> in Texas could tell us when to greet <laughs> our, our new neighbors, uh, it'd be wonderful. Well, here's the thing. So some apparently that we know of, that they've counted 37,000 illegal immigrants have, have come to Denver since the, begin, the beginning of the year. Excuse me? You say, oh, illegal immigrants. These are wonderful. These are Democrats. These are these new, are unread. Newly unread, new, new to be Democrats. They are migrants. We are a country of migrants. <laughs> We've had thirty-seven thousand newly registered, and they don't even know it. Democrats right. come to Denver in the past several months. Roughly, right now, Denver is housing that they know of some forty-five hundred a night. My question is, where are these people going? And I bet they leave now that we're about to have a cold snap. Um, and so what Denver has been doing is they've been kicking homeless people out of shelters. Well, no one's going to have to. They're putting the, 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 the talk about a two-tiered system. Exactly. So all American homeless are getting kicked out for these Guatemalans, <laughs> Venezuelans, Chinese, Somalians, you name yeah, it. Whatever. Um, but this is tragically having a pinch on the Denver budget. So no. now, uh, Julie, it is. I, there was a study I think came out this last weekend of how much. The, the new migrants add to our economy. <laughs> so we don't need anything. Oh, they're costing us and, money. And what what editorial what what editorial regime did that appear in? Denver Gazette. Denver Gazette. So Phil Anschutz's company did a story about the massive, massive, massive. and unexpected financial benefits that the illegal immigrants bring, way outweighing the costs and benefits. I love migrants, Julie, <laughs> not illegal immigrants. <laughs> so, so that answers your question about that, Charlene. That I mean, and and then even in the story, the reporter was clearly embarrassed. They're like, no, there are some people who could interpret this differently. <laughs> it's like you think, but at any rate. Yeah, that's a good point, Chuck. If they're bringing all this money in, then Mike Johnson doesn't need to cut the budget. He could, he could, he could boost all the departments. That's right, but he wants to cut it $180 million. That's ridiculous. So when you do the math, that's 4,500 immigrants a night were housing, um, and not to mention the kids that are going to school. That's $40,000 a year per immigrant. Oh, that's just why don't, last night. Why don't we? You that know, was last night. Yeah. <laughs> but think of it. So city of Denver it needs to cut services, allegedly, to its, city, to its citizens, How the taxpayers. services without cutting employees? Well, you just don't have the employees do anything. I don't know. You still have to pay him, don't you? Yeah. He, well, here's the thing. He's not thinking of it. He's asking the departments to figure out how to oh, do it. Well, I already know they're not picking up trash as much as they used to in Denver. They're not cleaning out the bathrooms at parks and all kinds of things. They have all kinds of issues in Denver. Yeah, okay. But none of but he did not suggest, you know, that Biden maybe do something about the border. There was no suggestion of that. It's like this is this is a crisis, a humanitarian crisis. And it's a typical Democrat and, and create the crisis. Credit, to Johnson's credit, 
I mean, you know, Johnson in Chicago and Eric Adams in New York are crying foul. They're saying we can't go on like this. Johnson isn't. He's saying, oh, yeah, give me more. And so we we out here in, in, in the front range will get more and more and more. Immigrants are unregistered Democrat voters. And, and, well, Newly. soon to be registered Democratic voters. So, you know, he's not he's not whining. He's not a whiner. He's a doer. He's a doer. And from Charlene, and this is exactly it. Those 37,000 will be sent ballots to special addresses yes. that someone else will fill out. Exactly. Yes. Oh, exactly. Up. And from Leo, breaking news, Chris Christie just dropped out. Oh, <laughs> he was so good. He was so good. Oh, oh no. Well, there we go. Vivek oh, no. from, from Charlene. Vivek finished Christie off. Um, and then Jacob, 43% of the new hires in Denver are over the age of 60 and are pensioners. Their pensions are not keeping up with inflation. Nothing's keeping up with inflation. inflation. Yeah. yeah. How about your 401k? That's because the younger people, they don't have to work because it is so, just so difficult and stressful to work. I mean, Trigger. why do you have time to go to happy hour if you have to work, right? Um, That's right. When do you get the yoga? <laughs> oh, Jacob, Chris Christie dropped off. That must have been quite an earthquake. <laughs> but in, you back to the immigrant thing. And keep reading the comments. This is kind of a free-flowing free, free free show. Um, and again, if you want to call in. The sanctuary of ideas. That's right. 888-627-6008. In New York, it's even worse what they've decided to do now. Here in Denver over the summer, I have some friends who were complaining that they were closing the rec centers in certain parts of Denver to house illegal yeah, immigrants. Right. And you couldn't more use the rec center. Work out or the- Right. Well-being of a new American. And so what's happened in New York, they've closed at least one high school, James Madison High School. Well, I can't believe it still has that name. Well, yeah, really. It'll change. They've closed it because it's now going to be housing illegal immigrants. And initially they said they they can educate them there, too. Right. Well, they can't because no teachers are there. Because no, I mean, I don't know why they can go on online. I don't know why they. Well, no, they can't go online. Because and that just came out today from Libs of TikTok. Oh, okay. They're not going to do online unless the student specifically requests it and the teacher says, okay, I can do it. So, I can see you, Rev. Oh, yeah. Let me have that English class. Ooh. So now we know what happens when we send the kids home from school. Did we not just come out of a pandemic and you talk about... They read and study and, and engage in community projects for the betterment of everyone. So what are we going to do? We're going to close the American schools so that we can house illegal immigrants who are, for the most part, you know, military age cartel dealers, really, when you get right down to it, single mm-hmm. men. These are, I mean, that's who's coming here. Who, I mean, it's just... If we can get them some money... $40,000. Well, no, I mean, direct cash to these guys. You know, one of those credit cards to give the government. Oh, yeah. We can, we will have an influx of prostitutes. So because that's all these guys and no women. So, boy, if you wanted to have a, a kind of a, it's like Davos. Right now in Davos, they say that that an incredible influx of, of high-priced prostitutes going there. Because most yeah. of the people flying to Davos are male. Um, and And so, you know. But but here, you know, you could open an escort service for non-English speaking people. Boy, would that take off? Um, maybe. <laughs> seems what do you mean maybe. Entrepreneur. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, you know, I'm not sure what the demographics and the analytics are on illegal immigrants slash newly registered Democrat voters and prostitution. I'm not. But it's, well, I can tell you what the 
what the demographics are on 18 to 22 year old males without any family away from home to their new home. Um, Do you think that they may seek services? I don't know. I I mean, if you can't figure that one out. All right. We've got Sherry from Lakewood on line one. Hey, Sherry. Thank you for calling in. Hi. So I kind of wanted to, Julia said this many times that there's more of us than there are of them. Not anymore. And so I, I wanted to comment on that because I, um, from Dr. Lee Merritt, I listened to her, um, and I found this interesting. She said that in 2011, Glatzfelter, a Swiss economist, looked at all the corporations in the world, and back in 2011, there was 137 million of them at that time. So that was about the time supercomputers became available for the average guy. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to know who's really controlling all these corporations. Are they really all independent or are they related? Mm-hmm. And they discovered that those 137 million corporations were owned by 147 companies. And then Forbes matched that and said that the 147 companies were owned or controlled by 10 big banking firms. And there's four big funds that control those banking firms, and they are all controlled by 150 men. Wow. So at that time, in 2011, 85% of all the money in those corporations was in the hands of 150 men, which is, I found that fascinating. You know, and I bet, Sherry, I mean, that's great information. And it's probably not that much different. I mean, you look at BlackRock, you look at, you know, the hedge funds, you look at the the Davos people, right? Um, you look at the World Economic Forum people. And that's what I mean when I say there are more of us and there are of them. To a great extent, I think I'm speaking um, kitchen table kind of issues, right? Um, most people care who have children care about their children. Most people are not in the 1%, right? Most people don't have a Harvard worthless, you know, doctorate degree. And and I think the thing is, most of us are busy just wandering around living our life. But I think COVID um, really woke people up. I think what's happening to the education system. And finally, I think what's happening to the economy. I was at the grocery store um, and my, my son likes these little single pizza things, right? And I was getting, so I get like a million of them um a week. Okay. Yeah. And, and the, the, the checkout clerk, well, you know, after a while you get to recognize things, she goes, your son really likes these. I'm like, yeah. I said, but you know, they like doubled in price and she's like, Oh, you aren't kidding. And then she just kind of went off on all. I mean, so there are more people like us who get what happens at the grocery store. But there are only 150 people who have all the money. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's great. interesting with what you're saying. If you ever look at a breakdown of, uh, I, t- I tend to go like to natural foods and eat more of the organic stuff. And if you, you start looking at brands, yeah. those get all, they're being bought up like crazy. And it's only a very few companies that own, so you think you have a choice, but it's right. only a very few companies that own all of it, just like the media. You think you're getting, you know, oh, channel what, but then... You watch some of these things, and it's like, oh, my gosh, they're all saying the same thing and using the same words and owned by the same people. Well, exactly. No, you're right. I mean, I think it's no accident that, isn't it true, Bill Gates now owns more farmland than anybody else in the United States, and right below him is China. 
Now, why would that be? Why would that be, do you think? No, you're, and so that's a thing. And we need to remember that. And that's, again, why they're fighting so hard, right? I mean, I do actually really worry about this election because, I mean, they can count too, they being the other side. So, hey, Sherry, great phone call. Yeah, good phone call. That's great. Um, Charlene is saying, if you're listening, Sherry, BlackRock, Vanguard, et cetera, Sherry knows what's going on. Yeah, Um, there you go. Here's from Jacob. All of the immigrants are getting money and the fire victims in Louisville can't get money to rebuild. Isn't this a great country? That's right. From Charlene, drug cartels need a bigger market with guaranteed government income. That's an interesting point, Charlene. That's good point. uh, Drug mules. All right, Charlene, you dropped out so you can- You're back. You're back. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to try not to hit anything this time. Okay, you know what Sherry was talking about- uh, uh, I heard the repeat of George Carlin like 40 years later, and he's telling someone, he said, you know, all these people are in the same club and they go to the same universities, the same Ivy League schools, and, and they do what's in their best interest. And he said, right now there's, um, like she said, uh, like 30 corporations, multinationals. And he said, and there's uh, four banks. And he said, and they control everything he said but they give you 27 ice cream flavors to give you the illusion of choice that we have so much choice in this country when we really don't our choices are really predetermined for us and you know the movie that really portrays that the best and there were mixed reviews because it's like the uh you know the the leftists thought it was a far-right movie and the right thought it was for the left it was don't look up Yes. And it was about yeah, like great, 300 people that had their, their getaway. You know, it was, it was like a satire, but it had so many yeah, it was elements. Written of by truth. A, a guy in Colorado. What is his David name? Sirota. Yeah, David Sirota. Right. Oh, okay. It You're had right. so many elements of truth. And they were uh, trying to, um, they had their getaway bunkers, and except they were going to another planet. Right. And then they had all these characters like, you know, like uh, Yellen and, you know, WF characters that they were, uh, you know, in, uh, imitating and then it just showed that they 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 know what's going on and they know they're going to have to you know bug out somewhere and they've got plans for that and 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 that movie is just the perfect portrayal of it and sometimes they tell us these things you know like they do in um what's that uh, that show that originates out of colorado Um, south park South Park, like they did in South Park. They tell yes. us these things ahead of time. But I just wanted to ask Chuck on that movie, Barbie. Did it Was it the same type of movie where the left could get something out of it and then the right could get something no. out of it, too, that was satisfying? No. Nope. It's no. All, it's all anti-male. It's okay. All, but it's well done. The difference is, it's, you know, you can have a, a uh, anti-male fun movie it's not it doesn't you know you can have any female movie and it's and it's could be fun if it's well done barbie is well done it is funny it is funny but it is not one where you go into i wonder where they are on the political scale okay <laughs> so they're kind of diminishing the role of men in in culture that oh, was... a little bit i think so yeah, yeah. okay all right well i'm not even gonna watch it yeah. then. okay at, at the end at the end well toward the end barbie does tell ken he should find his own way but it's kind of <laughs> oh well, that's so nice ken was, ken was gonna be allow him that opportunity to find his own way to give him the power to yeah. do that and you know here's charlene you know we're roughly the same age i think think um and 25 yeah 25 and one of the 30, things that 39 39 no well that's 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 still ahead but one of the <laughs> things it, 
it talks about it goes on and on about how uh, there's this one speech that's that how women are oppressed right and i'm like not anymore they're not oppressed right it's you look at the positions that women hold and and even when i was younger and just starting out there was a little bit of that but not much i mean i think in our mother's generation but for me to have these people still keep harping on oh women are oppressed and men have all the power it's like you get an opportunity to work to death your entire life <laughs> raise a family raise kids go have a divorce end up lonely old and broke and now you're free oh, you're yeah. finally free that's freedom yes okay well that's all i got all right, all right. thank you Bye-bye. Yeah, oh, this is from Jacob. I bet Denver raises its rates for garbage pickup and wastewater. You know it, Jacob. You know it because they need all of those newly or soon to be registered Democrats coming in. They couldn't come to um, registered Democrats do some of the pickup, but no. Um, <laughs> from Leo, anyone notice that Christie only did appearances in cities with golden corrals? <laughs> <laughs> did not notice that. Um, what else do we want to talk about? This is Fanny Willis. Fanny Willis. Okay, go. Go, 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 Fannie Willis. Okay, Fannie Willis is the DA in Fulton County, and uh, she saw all the terrible prosecuting things. Prosecuting Trump. Prosecuting Trump and 11 other people or 17 and, and other election people. election stuff. Election stuff. And she hired this guy named Wade. Um, and he's a very good trial lawyer, we're told, and he's excellent. We've just learned, however, <laughs> that actually it was her illicit lover, uh, Wade, um, who she gave the contract to. Um, the day before he filed for a divorce, she filed, his wife filed for a divorce with him and she's paid him close to $700,000. And with that money, that's allowed them to go on Viking cruises and <laughs> to the Barbados and many, many, many fine places. So wait, let me say that this straight. So the corrupt prosecutor mm. in Fulton County mm-hmm. hires her secret married boyfriend mm-hmm. to investigate Donald Trump. Yes, yes. Pays him hundreds of thousands of yes, dollars. Hundred and something fifty four thousand. Which the two of them then use not to investigate Trump, but to go on lavish well, vacation. Sometimes, I mean, because he'd go up to Washington and talk to, to Biden's council. Clearly so, coordinating. So they can coordinate uh, with the president uh, against his opponent. So it's all on the up and up. <laughs> it's all on the up and up. And this this stuff is you know, we, we don't let, want to have our dirty laundry aired. I mean, come on, you know. It's racist, Chuck. You're being racist yes, and is. sexist. Yes, it is. You're it being is. racist and sexist. Yeah, can't well, she have some fun? I mean, she's a damn DA and she works hard. She works hard prosecuting Trump. Yeah. Well, another thing, too, talking about the Trump prosecution, I don't know if you guys heard. So earlier um, in the ongoing civil case against Trump, mm-hmm. right? I think the judge had initially told Trump he could do his own closing arguments, but now has changed his mind. And then so sadly, Trump's mother-in-law, Melania's mother, died yesterday. And mm-hmm. Trump said the closing arguments are scheduled for tomorrow. Can he can they postpone that um for, no. for funeral stuff and things like that? And the no. judge said no. The no. judge said no. Now you're a lawyer. Normally, if you were in court and I, I mean, particularly in a case like this where the judge has made up his mind. Right. So what difference does it make? I mean, they would, in my experience, that's the kind of thing that normally there would an allowance would be made for. Normally, or if the prosecutor's mother just died, the defense attorney's died, unless it 
screwed their calendar up and this guy doesn't have a calendar so right exactly so there's that and then the most egregious i think double standard that we've seen recently is ray epps now we've all seen and we played on our show and tucker carlson did a great job the video of, of some guy by the name of ray epps outside the capitol urging everyone to go into the capitol throwing signs of police officers clearly instigating stuff and for two and a half years the fbi while they were busy rounding up everybody else never about this everybody say what about ray s what about ray s <laughs> so finally they go all right all right the rest ray Epps, and they they oh he's been so cooperative yeah he's, he's been... been so cooperative we can't put him in jail not ray Epps. so they charged him with a misdemeanor apparently he's i being... guess he's gonna sue tucker carlson because his life is well he too is being sued bizarrely rather than having to show up in court like every other january 6th person right he gets to do it by zoom so he, got to zoom? he got to zoom it in apparently because there were they were received word that he was going to be served with a subpoena for a lawsuit oh. by a January 6th person. So, oh. so you've got that. But what oh. he got, he got, let's see, he got um, six, one year probation, no yeah. jail time. Now you've got people sitting in jail for 22 years. 22 years. I mean, not doing as much as Ray Epps right. did, right? Um, $500 restitution. How much? $500. Yes. <laughs> all right. Suck it to him. And, and a hundred hours of community service. Wow. And wow. the prosecutors admitted during the sentencing that probably what he did were felonies, right? Yeah. He was the victim. He's the victim here yes, yes, of yes, conspiracy yes. theories and things like that. So and, he and gets the judge off. was Bozberg. You know, you might not remember that name, but he was the one in the FISA court. I think he was in the FISA court approving all of the, uh, the, oh, uh, the 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 so, fake the fake Trump warrants. Yes, right. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um. So so like like so I mean talk about crooked and they're hiding it no, even less. No, I'm sorry. You are causing people <laughs> to lose trust in your institution. Oh, I'm an insurrectionist. You're, well, you're a, you're a trust buster. You're a, you're a, a trust buster. buster. What else was going on? Oh, this was funny too. I thought. Um. The headline in Politico, this yeah, is kind of a funny right. joke. Okay, so there's a headline in Politico today uh, with all the Epstein stuff coming out, right? Um, why is the far right, why are far right conspiracy theorists obsessed with sex trafficking, right? So why, why, yeah, why far right conspiracy theorists are obsessed with sex trafficking? And Scott Adams, the comedian on Twitter, tra- said, I will translate that. What that means is the sex trafficking problem is bigger than we know, and important Democrats are involved. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I think that's true. It's like, why? I mean, bizarrely, rather than write about or ignore it, right? I mean, the Daily Mail kind of, and the Epstein stuff coming up, I will simply say this, it's, it appears to me clear. I mean, in some of the Florida documents, they admit that he was an intelligence asset, right? Oh, um, so it seems to me that Epstein, whether he maybe started out on his own um, and had a little blackmail thing going, right? Um, um, or maybe it was all part of a FBI, CIA app to begin with, uh, apparently Israel, Mossad, things like that involved. Lots of stuff going on there, right? The only person, at, at some point, there's pressure enough, so they arrest Epps, then he mysteriously dies. Tucker Carlson and his brother say, um, no, it was Epstein. not Epstein, rather, it was not suicide. Um, but the only person in jail really is just saying um, Maxwell. Yeah, oh, we got Jacob raising his hand. Jacob, go ahead. Mass, Mass, Maxwell, the father, Robert Maxwell actually committed suicide because they thought he was working for Mossad in Russia. But he is buried at the Mount Olive Cemetery in Israel. 
which I thought was pretty, uh, pretty surprising. Yeah, that's kind of a yeah. Well, maybe it's her he, connection with Mossad. Hmm. Who, who, Gislaine? I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea. No. But she could be. She could be. You know, they follow their parents' footsteps. So you maybe never we'll know. Do a prisoner exchange. Well, don't, but, but yeah. where, where I was going with that too is, don't you find it odd that I mean, so if he's running this, you know, illicit and and pedophile sex rings. So someone is being serviced, right? And so my question is twofold. Number one, those guys don't just stop. Who's who's the new sex ring king, right? Number one. Yeah. And number two, why aren't any of the men in, in behind bars? Why, Julie, why is there such a lack of interest in figuring out? Julie, and everybody- well, they, they did put a, they did put a man in in prison and they killed him. Well, there you go. That's true. <laughs> and instead of looking at any of that, though, and she's still alive. So what is she complaining about? Right. Instead That's of looking right. at that, they're writing columns about far right. We're far right conspiracy theorists. It's like, uh, yeah, talking about Epstein. Yeah, sure you did. Well, well, Paul, Paul, uh, what's his name? The Attorney General. Um, who was the the Trump's Attorney General? Just pull him. They say he knows everything that's going on. Bob Barr. Bob Bill Barr. Bar- yeah, Bar- he knows everything. Well, I'm sure he does. You know, it's like, but uh, he's not going to tell her else he'll end up like Epstein, you know. So, <laughs> hey, hey, Jacob, thank you for that. Goodbye. I didn't know that. All right. But I think that is interesting. And, you know, I don't know. I, you know, you hear stuff about Pizzagate and this and that. It's clear, though, from this, because that's why Ghislaine Maxwell is behind bars, that they were running a sex ring with underage girls. Well, right? you know, the new one, the Asian one, the Asian high ring prostitute one so maybe that Bring took over that now, they be. Need, now they need another one right um and clearly epstein and had you don't know whether hundreds of thousands of single males in the early 20s and teens what might attract prostitutes well i don't know maybe not maybe not. <laughs> well no i mean but these are organizations that are aimed at high-end high-end end, high people, high you, people. High end, you know they got a lot of cash but other guys can contribute but it but it is interesting that here again there's this there's this complete lack of curiosity on anyone's part, including the investigators, as to who the men were. Because it seems to me it'd be fairly easy to they, I mean these women are you know the so-called victims. The um, victims but, yeah. I mean are in the Daily Mail every day, right? You'd think you'd call them up and say, Who were some of these guys? Yeah. Right. Um, but they Bill. don't. But they, but they don't. Um, instead, they allow these weird leak of documents. But in the meantime, though, again, Politico, why far-right conspiracy theorists are obsessed with sex trafficking? Yeah. Um, and again, Scott Adams, I just thought this was brilliant. Because this, he says that means the sex trafficking problem is bigger than we know. Important Democrats are involved. Yeah. They're going to start talking about QAnon any minute now, right? They're going to say QAnon, QAnon, sex Q-Anon. trafficking conspiracy Q-Anon. theorist, the, the Q. <laughs> election denier, sex trafficking conspiracy yeah. theorist. This yeah. is where they're going to yeah. go with that next. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. That's it, Julie. We're cutting you off. We're cutting you off. <laughs> Um, uh, your day is over. Yeah. Oh, Jacob, when, when Ghislaine started with Epstein, she was tending bar. Now she's behind bars. No big deal. Um, Leo's going to start prepping for Party Friday. All we right. have some fun sound for Party Friday, too, guys. Um, yeah, that will do it for us, and we will see you on Party Friday. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone.